Hello, and welcome to Women Developing Brilliance. I'm your host, Casey Rossi. It's my great pleasure to present interesting stories of creative women sharing their message and lighting up the world with their presence and offerings. Get ready to be inspired. You can learn more about creating a business that you love by visiting kcrossi.com. Enjoy. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Women Developing Brilliance, the spirit of business. I'm your host, Casey Rossi, and today I wanted to talk about bringing our whole selves with us wherever we go. This is a big topic and one that I've struggled with for years, not because I was ashamed or embarrassed about myself, but because I just assumed that we were supposed to keep our business life separate from our personal life. Can you relate to this paradigm? Maybe it's a childhood message or maybe even a social assumption or maybe even a little bit of both. I'm not sure. I want to unpack this together with you because perhaps I'm not alone in this. What might be some reasons our minds tell us to compartmentalize? And actually, it's interesting because in many times, compartmentalizing keeps us safe, but it also keeps us from blurring the lines or having gray area. It keeps things more black and white, especially if we're having a difficult time in our personal life, we're encouraged to compartmentalize when we go to work. You've probably heard, keep your baggage at the door, right? So we get these messages over and over again to have things be separate and not integrated and to really encourage this compartmentalization. So that is definitely something that ties into either the childhood message or the social assumption. But really, when you think about it, it's also to keep us safe from rejection. So say, for example, you were a real spiritual person, but you were afraid that if you spoke about faith or God in your marketing, that it would turn people off. Or say you like to geek out on crafts with a glass of red wine, but felt that it was too personal because you had a professional psychotherapy practice, so it really wouldn't be appropriate to put information like that on your about page. So you kind of see where it's like really easy how these things come about. So we knowingly or unknowingly censor ourselves all day long. So for me, it was such a habit that it was just normal. I definitely didn't feel like I was wearing a mask or dimming my true self. I just felt like it was this linear black and white Casey during the day at work And then after 5 p.m., I could let my life come into full color and be in the things that I enjoyed, like meditation and yoga and natural remedies. I remember when I had my confections company, my partner and I took our staff to New York City with us for a trade show. We had so much fun. We laughed. We played music on the car ride up. We ate fun snacks. We told jokes. We shared stories. We really just had a ball. And the girls remarked, we never knew you could be like this. Can we have non-work Casey all the time? And it really surprised me. And it was the first time I realized how segmented I was living. A big part of me thought if I let my guard down, I wouldn't be respected anymore. I was someone who also felt if I expressed my beliefs about karma, anti-politics, or being gender blind, that I'd be judged and it would affect the bottom line. Crazy to admit, but true. 
So little by little, I became more aware of the two sides of the coin, the business persona and the personal. I often wondered how many people were integrated. I mean, truly integrated without fear of judgment, shame, ridicule, or even loss of business. As I continued with my personal development practices like meditation and alternative healing, my outer shell started to melt, but just so subtly. In all honesty, it's actually something that I'm still practicing. In fact, not too long ago, I had a couple of coaching sessions where I noticed something, something really different, which was an internal feeling in my body after each of those meetings. I intuitively knew exactly what it was. I had let my whole self come to the table. I didn't lead with tasks, spreadsheets, and strategies. If I felt there was stuck energy or a holdback, I paused and guided my client to notice, to breathe, and to release. I was able to have all aspects of myself present without concern that something was going to be too woo or quote-unquote not business appropriate. I've got to tell you, it cracked open a new awareness that people, including myself, are craving authenticity. That when we dare to drop the shoulds and show up vulnerably, that's where the magic lies. True connection and impact can sprout forth from that fertile ground. And best of all, it inspires others to do the same. Sometimes all it takes is permission to be 100% who we are in all of our imperfect glory. So my friends, if you are waiting for permission, here it is. You officially have it. To showing up exactly as you are. To integrating your whole self in your work. To not being afraid or feel the fear acknowledge it, and breathe right on through, to coming out from hiding and to approach all aspects of your life holistically, because a heart-centered way of living awaits. Thanks for listening, and until next time, breathe joy. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on women developing brilliance. If so, head on over to Apple iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. And I'd be grateful if you could leave a review or rating so more people can benefit from these inspirational stories about the solopreneur journey. Thank you.